up everybody it's me it's Kyle Ritchie once again coming back on a Thursday night this time recording a little a little bit earlier than I usually do right now I'm here with Mr. Flores Kyle Flowers say hello to the people you're back hey, what's up people how's it going everybody I'm back I appreciate you having me thank you for having me on your show once again and once again we are live here talking about all the crazy shit that's going on on the planet um all right mr flowers first things first let's congratulate alex morgan who is a part of the u.s women's soccer team she's won a world cup and now she announced that she's pregnant which is always nice. nice. Someone's gonna be a mom with a, with two World Cups. Dose. Right. It's always nice to have two World Cups. You can yeah. show your child how much Amazing. of a winner you are, and how much they have to live up to. Yeah, no doubt. So inevitably, when they disappoint you, it's all okay. It's gonna happen. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Hmm. Congratulations on your baby. Yeah, no doubt. Good for her. Anyway, getting into things. Uh, so, Cauflowers, the whitest crime that has ever been committed, has what been committed. Um, so, you know Aunt Becky. Yeah. From Full House. Yeah, of course. Her name is Lori Laughlin, for those who don't know her acting. I didn't know that, but I know her from Full House. Aunt Becky. So, Aunt Becky uh, decided that she had to get her child into college. <sighs> I did hear about this. Her child's name is Olivia Jade, by the way. Small world. Her child is a YouTube star. Is a YouTuber. I don't know if she's a star, but her name is Olivia Jade. She's on YouTube. Um, go check her out. No harassment, though. We do not condone harassment on this show. You fucks. Yeah, it's bad. Don't be weird, you fucking... <laughs> you weirdos. Don't be weird, guys. Just... If you want to go check out the channel, see what she's about. Yep. I'm not going to say anything, but here we go. Actress Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Aunt Becky and husband, facing additional charges in the college abuse scandal. Or college admission scandal. I got fucking shit all over my lip. I mean, I think a lot more people need to be in trouble. If Aunt Becky's going to get in trouble for that, everybody needs this shady. In the, Everybody's in, the in trouble, bro. All the rich Here we go. motherfuckers. Actress Lori Laughlin and 10 other parents accused in a massive college admission scandal are facing additional charges. The Department of Justice announced Tuesday uh, a grand jury in the District of Massachusetts brought charges against 11 of the 15 parents, brought new charges against 11 of the 15 parents charged Shit. in the case, including Laughlin and her fashion designer husband, Mosamoy. Mo, uh, Ma, I can't pronounce his fucking name. It's very Italian. Laughlin and 10 other parents facing new charges have pleaded not guilty of the previous charges in the alleged scheme. Which means she's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do that shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Y'all tripping, said Lori Laughlin. The new charges in the third superseding indictment allege that the 11 defendants conspired to commit federal program bribery um, by paying off employees of the Su University of Southern California facility to facilitate their chi children's admission. Arraignment dates have not been scheduled. Bro. When the feds come, they know everything. She, That's not going to work. Her being like, no, I don't know. I don't know. 
Hey, man. Here we go. In exchange for the bribes, employees of the university allegedly des uh, designated the defendant's children as athletic recruits with little or no regard for their athletic ability or as members of other favored admissions categories, the indictment says. So, Andrew Lelling, the United States Attorney for the District of Massachusetts, said Tuesday's charges are the result of an ongoing investigation in the nationwide college admissions scandal. So there you go. That's what happened. So, is there... Is Hold there, on. I have more information on this because I looked up a, a, a different article. So, like, the athletic profiles these people would make up sometimes for these rich kids... They would Photoshop pictures of them doing sports that they couldn't play. One guy was like, "Hey, could you uh maybe put my son in like an Olympic level polo pool?" Yeah, and send it to a college so he can pretend to play water polo and get a four year degree. <laughs> Did he have to play? No. They just gave the coach a little bit of money and he fucking went off to school. He went, bro. There you go. That's what this is all about, though, is the photoshopping and fucking paying off the schools, which, by the way, uh, don't rich kids, don't rich kids go to college anyway? Like, I thought if your parents just donated a lot of money to the school, you just got to get in. Yeah. I, I Dude, imagine how stupid these kids must be. I swear. <laughs> I swear. They must be retarded. Dude, they got fucking... They got real, real life white, white privilege. That's what it looks like. Yeah, no doubt. And they can't get into college. They're so, they're so stupid that their parents were just like, make them look like athletes. <laughs> we'll pay you to make them. <laughs> we'll we'll like pay athletes. you. To, we'll pay you to fake my child into being an athlete, a what four star or five star athlete. See my thing. Pay is, you money. Why didn't they pay coaches to make their kids athletes? Dude, some kids just don't have the natural. You know, ability to be an athlete. For real. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have the natural ability to fucking do athletics. I'm not naturally athletic anymore. But yeah, dude. So, they, in the uh, indictment, they allege that they paid $500,000 to get their daughters into USC. Damn. Lori Laughlin and her husband. So, is the person that accepted the money getting in trouble too? Probably. I think that I think everybody got fired that's involved in the university. Damn. Our goal from the beginning, this is the US uh, United States Attorney for the District of Massachusetts. Our goal from the beginning has been to to hold the defendants fully accountable for corrupting the college admissions process through cheating, bribery and fraud. The spending or the superseding indictments will further that effort. Laughlin, best known for her role in the sitcom Full House, was one of the dozens of people charged in March in connection with the multi-million dollar scheme. Ooh, that's a lot to take in. That's a lot. Federal prosecutors allege that she and her husband agreed to pay bribes totaling $500,000 to bolster their chances of their daughters, Olivia Jade and Isabella... Italian last name gaining admission to USC. In a statement from the Registrar, Monday, USC said Laughlin's daughters were no longer enrolled 
The university declined to give any further information suiting, citing student privacy laws. Laughlin and actress Felicity Huffman are the most recognizable names of those charged in the sweeping scheme. Huffman was charged to 14 days in prison to, for paying a college consultant $15,000 to, to boost her daughter's SAT score. Her sentence included a $30,000 fine, 250 hours of community service, and a year of probation. Whew. That's a lot. That is a lot. Forgetting. All to get your child in the school. Pain. And it didn't even work <laughs> out in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Being rich is rough, bro. Apparently. I'm sure. I'm sure it's awful. That's what happens when you have stupid kids. Yeah. They may not be stupid. They seem stupid, though. It's a stupid situation. Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm talking shit. This is a stupid situation to be in. Yeah. This is absolutely the stupidest thing How I've ever seen a celebrity get, get in trouble. How can you college if your parents are that loaded? It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Kyle's, Kyle right now is genuinely, like, dumbfounded about this topic. He's like, what? Yeah, bro, think about like, that. That was my problem. <laughs> like, I could have gotten to college you college for money. If I had more money. Yeah, dude. I could have gotten a pretty good school if I had more money. You could have gotten a better college than me. You could have gotten the best. <laughs> I my man could have went to Harvard, bitch. Probably not, bro. That's way too much work. Um, Way too much twerk. <laughs> the Desperate Housewives star was sentenced in Boston's federal court after pleading guilty in May to a single count of conspiracy and fraud. She is currently serving her sentence in a maximum security prison in Dublin, what? California, outside San Francisco. What? Yeah. In a maximum security prison? That's wild. Minimum. Oh, I thought you said maximum. No. That'd be wild. Yeah, that'd be wild. That's <laughs> shit, she didn't even do nothing that bad. <laughs> Dude, I, I just, I can't believe this. Felicity Huffman, do you know who she is? Uh, what Felicity Hoffman? What's she in? Desperate Housewives. Uh, probably if I've seen her, man. I mean, I wouldn't have seen any of her roles, but I've I've seen her. You know, I do. I know what you mean. Try to keep this joint lit, bro. Holy fuck! Chief that bitch. Chief. <laughs> I can't toss it. That's craziness. That's craziness. That's madness. Give me that cotton mouth, son. I know. I'm out. Right. Of, I'm out of drink. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. here, take some water. Thank you, sir. But anyway, uh, she was sentenced to 14 days, two weeks in prison. Two weeks. Thank you. I think that's enough. I do. I do. I think that's fine for what she did. Yeah, that's fair. She has been sentenced to uh, two weeks in prison and a lifetime of roastings on the internet. Yep. <laughs> That's how the world war works. She man. probably just should not get on the internet for a while. Yeah, no. Until she's mentally strong. Yeah. I mean, look at this show. We're talking shit. Yeah. Dude, Olivia Jade is on YouTube. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, bro. She's a YouTube creator. She puts videos out in public. 
And that's this girl. Mm, that's the girl that got bribed in college. Yeah, that's the girl that her parents. Yeah. Got, are about to go to jail because both of them. Probably. I don't know. Aunt Becky might only get like a month. She might hop on out after a little while, <laughs> dude. But here's the best part. So, after all that, of all people, Martha Stewart decided to talk some shit. Martha Stewart's a thug. She is a thug, bro. Wait till you see this shit. Martha Stewart decided to be like, oh, I'm going to drop a hammer on some people. So, Martha Stewart was uh, talking about Felicity Huffman because they took a picture of her while she was in prison. And uh, this is what Mrs. Martha Stewart had to say on her Vanity Fair interview. That is from Madam Martha Stewart. Her exact words were she should style her outfit a little bit more. She looked pretty schlumpy. Schlumpy. <laughs> Martha Stewart said she was schlumpy. She did, bro. Damn, she called her out like that. Here, bro, look. Look at her. That's uh, that's Felicity Huffman in prison. Martha, <laughs> Martha Stewart was looking probably solid. Still Dude, have you ever heard the story about? Oh, we're getting ready to go. We're getting ready to go real off topic. Have you ever heard the story about Martha Stewart walking down the in on the lesbians? I have not. Oh, oh, this is gonna be glorious. So, for those who don't know, Martha Stewart went to prison for a uh, financial insider reasons. trading. Yes, Kyle knows what's up. For insider trading, which is essentially, uh, she knew somebody that worked on the stock stocks, and they walked up to her and they were like, "Put your money here, Martha." She was like, "What? Bet if you don't, you move your money, you're gonna lose it. It's gonna be gone." And she was like, "Fuck!" She was like, "Fuck!" And so she moved her money. And the government found out that she moved her money. And they were like, fuck you. I agree with Cat Williams. Where I'm from, that's called a hookup. Yeah, bro. I was like, damn. That's that's called knowing some people. Yeah, that's called <laughs> that's called a hookup. Yeah, that's for real. That's what do. Somebody hooking you up. Damn. But Martha hey. Stewart got convicted. Martha Stewart went to prison. So Martha Stewart worked out a lot in prison. Apparently she was at the gym like all the time. And apparently, apparently one time, her and her workout buddy went to the gym. And, like, her workout buddy was, like, a seasoned prisoner. And, like, she, like, peered through the fucking window. Because all the lights were off. And she was like, well, that's weird. Why are all the lights off? She, like, peered through the window. And she could make out the very faint, distinct body language of two prison lesbians having sex. 
Uh-oh. And she was like, oh, shit. So she turned to Martha, and she was like, Martha, we got to get out of here. And she was like, Martha Stewart, of all people, was like, no. Martha Stewart pushes open the door, <laughs> turns on the lights, <laughs> and says, chop, chop, ladies. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> shut up. I swear to God, bro. Chop, chop, ladies. Oh. <laughs> I can see it, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's good. Here we go. I love it. I can find the quotes on this, hopefully. All right, here we go. One visit to the recreation center nearly ended in tragedy when strong-willed Martha shot her mouth off, revealed Lisa. We were going to the usual room we used, and the lights were off, which was at odd. Then I looked through the window, and I could make out some lesbians having sex. That's wild. I warned Martha not to go in there, but she said it was our time to exercise. Swung the door open, turned on the light, and said, Chop, chop, ladies. Thuggin. Martha Stewart. Thuggin. No fucks. Thuggin. Martha Stewart's thug. See, apparently she said, oh, but then the angry lesbians threatened to kill her, and she cowered like a wuss. And I'm like, I mean, she still she still cooks for a living, bro. Like, just, right. she's still gangster for going in there. They left, didn't yeah. they? Right. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe that, like, her little workout buddy was just like, what's going on in there? Mm. It was just like, oh, shit. Right. <clears throat> Saw those prison lesbians getting it on. Oranges of the new black style. Right. They she, were like, oh, fuck. She was eating chow mein. Dude, Martha Stewart should have been on that show. Right. No, oh, that would have been good. They should have had her play a role of some kind. They should have. <laughs> Telling you, bro. That would have been we, cool. We can figure this shit out. Yeah, right. Because, dude, she, that would be funny to see on screen, just Martha Stewart being like, dude, just imagine, like, Making her hanging out with Donna. Making people. Yeah, her for, hanging out with Donna. And she's like, they're looking in the fucking, Donna's looking at the thing. She's like, oh, we can't work out today. And Martha's like, get out of my way. <laughs> get out of here, bitches. Go fuck somewhere else. Dude, I can't believe it. Martha Stewart just chop, chop, ladies. Gangster. Thuggin'. That's why Snoop Dogg and her are cool. Have you watched the co- oh, cooking okay. show? Oh, dude, I've seen it. That's great. Her and Snoop Dogg are homies. Homies, <laughs> homies. Yeah. Dude, Snoop Dogg came out after uh, 6 9 snitched and was like, Martha wouldn't have snitched. Martha didn't snitch on nobody. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Martha went to prison. Martha didn't snitch on nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, what would you have done in that situation? I wouldn't snitch on nobody. They ain't gonna send you to prison for that long. You cook for a living. No, 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 no. Six nine situation. I don't know. That's crazy. Cause I don't know what to feel, bro. Was he a fed the whole time? Right. <laughs> That's a crazy theory. That is what. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. So me and Kyle saw a theory where there was it was proposed. That 6 9 was uh, a fucking fed the whole time. Danny Brasco <laughs> Dude, and apparently... Dude, apparently... The suggested, like, evidence for this was... When he was went on his first tour and he was calling everybody out... 
What's going on? When he was calling everybody out, like all the gangsters and shit, and he was like talking about how he was in Chicago and shit. And he was threatening like all the worst people, and even rappers were like, chill, bro. You calm down. Yeah. Like, what he said was, he was like, why would anyone be that confident? Why would anyone have those kinds of balls? Because you're already a fed. You're already the feds. You're already like, come get me. Come get me with all your guns. Come get me, bitch. I mean, he did get kidnapped before. Yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. Never know. Maybe he was a fed. Maybe he was a federale the whole time. And that's why he was like, come on. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. That is a crazy theory. I ain't scared. But I don't know. Dude, he's still kind of talking shit. He got a new record deal. Maybe he's always been the feds. Illuminati. Really? Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati. Kyle thinks it's the Illuminati. That's what the that's what the eye told me. The eye? The eye. Where'd you find the eye? Dude, I'm just knowing. You know the eye, personally? Yeah. You next door neighbors? No, this is great. I mean, you are, kind of. He's like next door neighbors to your brain. His name's Greg. Greg. Greg the eye. Greg the eye. Mm. My boss's name is Greg. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Has he ever been on the show? No. That'd be cool. <gasps> we have to tone it down. Oh, shit. I'm trying to find this. Ah, here it is. So, you ready for this, Kyle Flowers? What's that? Uh, you remember Eric Garner? Yeah. This is the I Can't Breathe fella. The yeah. one that was choked to death by the the police. NYPD. Yes. This is was with the when all those sweatshirts, when all those t shirts. Uh, in the NBA. When yeah. it was um the I Can't Breathe T shirt. Yep. This is that guy. So uh the former New York City police officer who was fired in August is using for using a chokehold during uh, Eric Garner's deadly arrest five years ago is suing to be reinstated. Daniel Pantello uh, filed a lawsuit Wednesday against the NYPD alleging the decision to terminate him was arbitrary and conspicuous. Kapoopus. Yeah. Uh, Pantello's attorney, Stuart London, confirmed to NBC News NYPD Commissioner James O'Neill chose to fire Pantello at the recommendation of the NYPD's Deputy Commissioner of Trials. It is clear that Daniel Pantello can no longer effectively serve as a New York City police officer. Uh, O'Neill said that Pantello made a proper arrest up until the point that his grip became a chokehold and move prohibited by the NYPD. The commissioner also placed blame on Garner himself for resisting arrest. Every time I watch that video, I say, Mr. Car- Mr. Garner, don't do it. Mr. Connor, uh, comply. Officer Pan- Pantero, don't do it. O'Neill said, Pantero has the right to appeal his termination under Article 78, a New York civil code that sets a path for challenges to rulings by a government agency. What do you think? That's bullshit. I don't think he should get it back. You don't think he's going to get another? I think he will get executed. No, bro. Dude, somebody will shoot him. Like, if he's a cop? Bad. Probably. Yeah. 
Dude, he's probably... I don't think he's going to get his job back. I don't think this is... It's too public. Too public of a case. Yeah. You're fucked, bro. Yeah. You're fucked. And you should be fucked. Yeah, so... <laughs> figured you fucked. Figured you fucked. See, bro, I don't feel like you can hold even people who resist arrest accountable because it's your job. I mean, it yeah. just is. Like, it sounds shitty, but it is. Like, that's part of the job is to understand, like, when, like, the best way I've heard it described is once you can put them in handcuffs, the confrontation is over. Yeah. Like, once you have them in handcuffs and they, like, they're, they can't fight you anymore, don't beat the shit out of them. Yeah, that's a shitty thing. That's a, that sounds like a pretty fucking reasonable way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Of course, obviously, that's not what happens. No, bro. I mean, it's not what happened here. Even if he did resist arrest, I, I've seen the video, bro. There's like six people on him. There's a point where I'm like, this confrontation is long since over. Like, this guy's out of breath. He's not really moving. He's in handcuffs. He may not have been handcuffed, but his hands were behind his back. Yeah, he's in bad shape. Like, dude, he's fucked. Like, he's not moving. He's not putting up a fight anymore. I understand he's a big guy, but he's not big in the sense, like, oh, he could explode out of this. Like, he's huge. Like, he's like a, you know, 300-pound man. Yeah, they made him die. Yeah, bro. He died. They fucking killed him. <laughs> His family should sue the fuck out of him. Well, dude, it was like Ari Shafira said when people were like, "Oh, it wasn't a chokehold." He was like, "Actually, uh, my friend is an expert on on the subject, and he said it was a chokehold." Actually, uh-huh. and it was, bro. It when was. you watch it, when, dude, it's a rough video to watch because he really does like he fucking chokes the shit out of this dude. Here we go. A Staten Island grand jury declined to indict Pente- uh, Pentello. And this summer, the Justice Department said it would not bring federal civil rights or criminal charges against him. Pantella was among two officers who were initially confronting Garner about his alleged sale of cigarettes in an incident captured by bystander Ramsey Orta's cell phone. As backup arrived, Pantello jumped on Garner's back, wrapped his left forearm around the suspect's neck, and rode him to the pavement. Pantello pushed Garner, a 6'2", roughly 400-pound man, into the sidewalk as four other officers approached to help. Garner could be heard in the video of the incident pleading repeatedly, I can't breathe. Scroll down. Oh, that's it. That's the end of the article. Yeah, I remember that, bro. I do. I remember the I can't breathe thing. It was a big deal. Should have been. The video is hard to watch. The video is very hard to watch. Because he does say he can't breathe, bro. He does. The police officer. The police chief uh, fired him, though. He did get fired for it, so that's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he's suing. Yeah. That's awful. That's what's going on. He filed a lawsuit Wednesday. I hope he doesn't get a penalty. Which was yesterday. Yeah. Filed a lawsuit yesterday to uh, get his job back. I hope he doesn't get a penalty. I mean, he won't get any money, bro. He just wants. To, he's trying to get. He's trying to get reinstated as a cop. He wants to be a, a New York City police officer again. He's suing just for his job back. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's all just, he wants. Yeah, that may be even more dangerous, though. Yeah, I mean, he does like being a cop. Clearly, clearly. Yeah. Dude, why does he want to be a cop so bad? That's true. There are questions. There are questions. Does he need the power for some other 
Some other thing he's into. What do you think, bro? Some what is of him? because the country definitely has some sort of problem with the policing. Yeah, for sure. What is the fix? I, I don't know, man. What like, you, what would be your suggestion? My suggestion has always been, bro. Body cams, mandatory body cams that you can't turn off. Like, if you turn them off, you get fired. Yeah. Or at least, like, written up. Every yes, time. bro. Every time you do Severe it. Severe consequences. Yes, because it'd be like, why'd you turn it off? Yeah. And if they can't explain it for good reason, to be written up. No, bro. Like, you, there shouldn't be a good reason to turn off your body cam. If you're doing everything by the book. Yeah. Why would it matter? Like, if they shot at you, we will see that shit. We'll be like, yeah. all right, fair enough. I can't, yeah, I can't think of a reason why you would turn off a body cam unless you were trying to hide something. Yeah. For real. Dude, but to be fair, remember, like, me and you watched that news report. Like, there was a news report in our fucking, our area where they watched, we watched this guy get chased across the bridge from Kentucky into uh, Indiana. And, dude, it was like, what was it? It was like 12 cops from Louisville. Yeah, something like that. Maybe six. A bunch of cops from Indiana, too. Yeah. And they caught him in a cornfield. And, dude, when they got out, it was so funny. They just ran up on him. Like, like 12, 13 cops just started beating the shit out of this dude. dude. And the news cut away immediately. The news was falling for, like, 30 minutes. And then as soon as that started happening, fucking cut away. They cut away back to the studio where they were like, well, they were like, well, they appear to have the the, the, yeah, fucking, the, the suspect in custody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, suspect is in custody. Appears that the police have ended this chase. Yeah, they yeah. ended this chase yeah. by beating this dude's yeah, ass. Dude, he he got out of the truck. Like, okay, guys, I'm sorry. And, and they, they were like, like nah, bitch. <laughs> dude, they stomped him. Yeah, they were stomping on. Him. I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, dude. They were fucking this dude up. Yeah, bad. they did. They did the fucked up dude up. Speaking of. We're going to talk about something serious. Just because, speaking of the justice system, uh, everybody support our boy, Brian Haynes. Yep. Our homie. They're trying to hit him with some bullshit. Yeah, that's my man. Free free that man. Free um, B. Haynes. Yeah, he don't need We're starting it officially on this podcast. Yeah, he don't need to be doing no kind of time. Free Bryant. Yep. He's not in jail right now, but he is facing a lot of serious things. And free Bryant. Yeah, bro. Serious things for marijuana. Yeah, that's it. Like, he's open about it now. And honestly, like, the thing about it is it's not even, like, fully his fault. No, bro. No. It's bullshit is what it is. They're trying to fuck with him. And, dude, here's the thing. He, I think it fucked with his head in this last fight. How could it not? Yeah. And you know what? I, I just worry. I'm like, no. Bryant doesn't deserve to go to jail. This is bullshit. So hashtag free B. Haynes. Yeah, B. Haynes is a great dude, and he's a bad motherfucker. He dude, he just, he doesn't deserve to go to prison. That's bullshit. Yeah, dude, that's not okay. You can't send B. Haynes to prison over a little bit of weed. Dude, it's bullshit. The justice system is bullshit. It really is. But we won't go too deep into that. Yeah. Dude, it is. It's fucking ridiculous, though. It's bullshit. The justice system. But anyway, speaking of bullshit, do you know who Kellyanne Conway is? No. 
You don't really need to know. But she works for Trump. She's in the Trump administration. So, she got a phone call uh, from, she, or she, I guess she called a journalist. And here we go. This is a transcript of a telephone conversation between Kellyanne Conway, counselor, the president of the United States, and Caitlin Yellick, breaking news reporter at the Washington Examiner. The conversation took place after Yellick uh, returned a phone call from Tom Johano, special assistant to the president and special assistant to the senior counselor. I didn't pick up your call. It said it was someone from Egypt, and I'm like, this seems like spam. Someone from what? Egypt. I Okay, I don't think so. Last, but we'll look into that. Um, so this is, um, can we agree to off the record here? Oh. Publishing some off the record shit. I like it. I like the balls. Right. Always a good idea. I is, always approve. Is that legal? I mean, I don't know, but fuck it. Here we go. Here we go. This portion of the call was off the right. Oh, okay. They didn't. When Conway came into the onto the line without any agreement that a conversation of her with her would be off the record, the conversation reverted to being on the record as per the Washington Examiner policy and standard journalistic practice. Which means the other girl came on. Let's Kellyanne Conway, who is the ambassador to the president, comes on the line. That means everything is on the record now. Really? Really. Uh-oh. So, I didn't know that, and that's good to know. So, be careful when you're talking to people who are journalists. Yeah. So, Conway. This is Kellyanne Conway, the ambassador to the president. Hey, Caitlin. Kellyanne Conway. I'm just wondering why in God's earth you would need to mention anything about George Conway's tweets in an article that talks about me as possibly being chief of staff. Other than it looks like to me there's no original reporting here. You just read Twitter and other people's stuff, which I guess is why you don't really pick up the phone. Oh, oh, when people call from the White House because it's not as if on Twitter or it's not on cable TV. It's that I'm, quote, caught in the middle of some. Oh, here we go. It's not real. There we go. I'll have to reread this when I'm not as high. I'm just wondering why you would have, why you would have, A, why or what ever would give you the idea that I'm, quote, caught in the middle of some of these tweet, Twitter feeds, and the President of the United States, B, who would be able to tell you that except for me? We've never talked as far as I know. So did she talk to this girl? I don't know. Probably not. She just fucking threatened to talk to her editor. She was pissed. Super pissed. Oh, is there a fucking video? No way. They cut myself reading that shit. Bloomberg News article, um, and the 
Egypt, and I called her right back. Um, in terms of mentioning um, George Conway, it's it's relevant content. I know it's good for clicks, but you're gonna have to give me like a journalistic reason here. Damn. Ooh. That's spicy. That's spicy, bro. That's spicy. That is very spicy. She's coming in hot. Dude, that's what we're gonna do. We'll just edit this and we'll commentate over it. She is. That is the angriest. I. That's one of the angriest I've ever ever heard a public official about some reporting. Yeah. She is mad, mad. So what was big mad? What she she wrote about? Um, dude, this girl's husband is getting in arguments with Trump. Her, his, him, and Trump don't like each other. And she ran. She was like the head advisor of Trump's campaign that won the presidency. That's who Kellyanne Conway is. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, bro. Yeah. Alright, let's... I'm gonna see if I can skip some more juicy parts of this. Alright, we'll skip to the end. We'll skip a little bit ahead. Let's see if we can find anything more fun. She's going off. Look, I 
She's not letting me get a word in edgewise. Look, I've gotta go. I've got a meeting to run to. I'm sure. I'd be, like I said, I'd be happy to pass you on to my editor if you would like to speak with him. I would be happy to tell you no answer when asked why you were characterizing somebody's feelings having never talked to that person. If you have some psychology degree... I don't know what that is characterizing your feelings. To say you are put in the middle if your husband and your boss are attacking each other. When are they attacking each other? Why did the president even mention his name? Alright, like I said, I have got to go. I'd be so listen, if they're going to cover my personal life, if you're going to cover my personal life, then we're welcome to do the same around here. And it has nothing to do with my job. Damn! I didn't read the last part. Do you see hear what she said? Which part? The very end, bro. She said, "So listen, if you're gonna co- going to cover my personal life, then if we're going to cover my personal life, then we're welcome to do the same around here. If it has nothing to do with my job, which it doesn't, that's obvious. Then we're going to expect you to cover everybody's personal life, or we're going to start covering them over here." Which means she said, I'm going to start blasting out personal info about you people, bitch. Yeah. She was like, damn. Damn. I didn't read the last part. That was scary. She's savage. She is savage. Kellyanne Conway came at this girl. At this reporter. She said, get some. Get some. What do you think, bro? What do you think? That's a public official. I'd have to know more about what she said. Dude, I think what it is is, is she, she like... She's talked about here. We'll read about it. Uh, George Conway. Oh, Google Pixel 4. Fuck you. Leave me alone. Mr. George Conway. Oh, here we go. Kellyanne Conway's husband deletes tweets critical of Trump. I think I have some. Oh, there we go. That was crazy. That was weird. So it's true. It's absurd, which is why people are banging down the doors to be his comms director. This is response to Kathy Collins. This is why officials are so hesitant to speak for Trump. He says one thing, then does the opposite. He says he's happy with so McMaster. God damn, CNN. Chill crazy. out. Crazy. With fucking ads. Jesus. Uh, says he's happy with McMaster. They defend him. Then he fires him a week later. Says he'll sign the bill. Then public, they publicly say as much. Then he tweets that he's considering a veto. He said, so true, it's absurd, which is why people are banging down the doors to be his comms director. <sighs> Talking shit. Talking shit. Talking a little shit. Talking a little shit. <clears throat> Said occasionally an official would ask us in the Obama White House Council if they could make their staff sign NDAs. We told them no and explained that beyond classified material and federal ethics standards on confidential info, White House staff work for the public. Trump had the White House staff sign non-disclosure agreements. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Depends on the wording of what are 
is. The White House brutally dishonest denials on McMaster and Dowd. <gasps> He's talking shit, bro. So that's what it's about. She was talking about this dude's uh, tweets and how it put Kellyanne Conway in between these two men, Trump and her husband. Yes, she came at her savagely. Savagely. She came at her with some fire. Crazy. Some heat, some salt. This is flabbergasting. Conway said, that's a classic, classic white dude move. This is flabbergasting. It's crazy. <laughs> it's craziness. Alright. So you know who Nate Diaz is, Kyle Flowers. Of course. So he was going to fight Jorge Masvidal. Mm-hmm. As you know. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's dropping out of the oh, fight. Boy. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to read about it. So apparently, Nate has decided that he like he got tested by USADA. And if they told him he was testing positive for some kind of thing, which nobody believes that Nate Diaz is taking steroids. So everybody's like, well, what's going on? Well, now Nate is big mad and has decided to pull himself <clears throat> at USC 244. Why? Here we go. Why? No, fuck off. Why? <laughs> Late Thursday afternoon, Diaz tweeted, You're all on steroids, not me. Diaz indicated that he'd been flagged by the U.S. <clears throat> Anti-Doping Agency, which administers the UFC's drug testing program during an out-of-competition test. According to the U- USADA's Athlete Testing History website, Diaz has been tested seven times so far this year. I'm not going to make it out to the NYC <clears throat> for Friday week. Next week, because the they say I tested with elevated levels that they might say be from some tainted supplements. Diaz wrote in his note on Twitter, "I can false on that cause because I only take whole food and natural food supplements. I don't even eat meat. So until the UFC, USADA, or whoever is fucking with me fixes it, I won't be competing. I'm not gonna play their game and try and hide it." Or keep quiet. As they suggested, I'm not gonna have to my name tainted as a cheater like these other fucking uh these other bitches who keep quiet until I'm guessing the expletives at this point. But yeah. I know Nate Diaz enough that I think I can get them. Yeah. Bitches who keep quiet until after the fight so they can just get paid. Fucking cheaters, is what he said. I don't give a fuck about some money over my dignity and legacy. I'm not playing this game along with this bullshit. I'm not staying staying quiet, figuring it out after the fight. That's cheating. So fight game, I'll see you when I see you. Damn. And apparently they're getting ready to put somebody else in his place. So I don't know if it's official that he's out yet, but he's he's threatening to leave, bro. He's threatening to be like, fuck this shit. I ain't fighting. I ain't taking no steroids. You ain't gonna accuse me of taking no steroids. Yeah, man. Apparently Nate Diaz is gonna leave that fucking fight. That's he said, crazy. fuck that shit. He said, fuck your shit, UFC. You wrong. That's wild. You wrong. Just poured cherry coke all over myself. Cherry cock everywhere. There's cherry cock everywhere. On your mouth. Yeah. 
um, Jorge Masvidal said, offer, or offered his support to Diaz on Twitter. You are not the baddest motherfucker in the game. I am, but you are one of the cleanest motherfuckers at Nate Diaz 209. I'll see you on November 2nd. I know your name is clean. I don't need you saw the dope to tell me that shit. Dude. There has been no response from the UFC yet. Indeed, Nate Diaz is a bad motherfucker. One of the baddest motherfuckers. Indeed. Indeed. We know a young Nate Diaz. We do. In the name of Bryant Haynes. We've talked about him once on oh, the yeah. show. We haven't talked about his fighting. He only lost once. And he was a beast in that fight, too. Yep. <sighs> five rounds, I believe. Yeah, all five. He's a warrior. <laughs> he is. Um, I'm trying to see what their plan is, what the UFC's plan to do this is. Reportedly, it's a Leon Edwards, who, uh, homeboy punch in the face. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who uh Jorge Masvidal punch in the face on the in the back, like in in the back uh, backstage area at one of the UFC shows, nice. which is a uh, power move. I must admit. Yeah, it's always fun. That's where he came up with the uh, three piece in a soda really? thing. Yeah, two piece in a soda. I think it was two piece in a biscuit. Yeah, see, he said he called it a two piece in a soda. Really. Yeah, he's like, I can give him a two-piece and a soda. I always heard it, two-piece and a biscuit. And I was like, damn. damn. Two-piece and a soda backstage. Get off me. That's wild. Get down on it. Get down on it. <laughs> so, Kyle Flowers, speaking of sports, uh, recently this guy named Brandon Tubman, and I'm sure you don't know who he is because I no, didn't know who he was. I do not. Until recently. He is the manager for the team that is playing for the World Series, the Houston Astros. Okay. Okay, so one of the Astros recently acquired players uh, got in trouble, I think, last year. Or maybe this year. Yeah. He was suspended 75 games uh, for domestic abuse. Really? Yes, indeed. Did he do it? For sure? I mean, I'm sure. Damn. That's always fucked up. We shall lose. We shall look up his abuse. His name is Roberto Roberto Asuna, I think. I don't know. Baseball fans know. They are aware of that shit. But apparently, he was traded from the Yankees to the Astros last year. All right. Um, let's find that shit. Uh, we need to figure out how bad he beat her up. Like on a level of what's that baseball player that smacked that girl a couple times in the hallway when he's coming up the stairs? Dude, he fucked her up. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's on the lower end. On the higher, yeah, end, bro, it was like on, Chris on, Brown. Yeah, on the higher end would be like Rihanna or Christy Mack. Like they got yeah. it bad. <sighs> um, let's see, domestic. Violence makes me uncomfortable typing this in. It does. It's a so weird not subject fun to thing. talk about. Yeah, it's never fun. To talk about domestic. All right. Normally, I wouldn't trust Fox, but let's see. 
Osuna gave up a game tying two home two run homer at the end of the ninth. But the Astros salvaged the game by hitting a walk off. Osuna has a history of domestic violence. That female reporter wearing a domestic violence awareness bracelet. Uh, for assaulting the mother of his three-year-old son. And in September of last year, the charges were dropped in exchange for the equivalent of a restraining order. Here. Click on this story. Won't be tried for arrested. Here we go. Prosecutors withdrew the assault charge against Houston Astros closer Roberto Osuna as part of an agreement announced in the Toronto courthouse Tuesday. Roberto. Not Roberto. Roberto. Not Roberto. He's beating up his wife. <laughs> Dude, a lot of athletes beat up their wives. They do. Why do you think that is? Why do you think why, why do you think athletes always beat the shit out of them? Because I feel like they think they have power and they have the right. They're always told they're the best. They're untouchable, you know. That's true. Well, dude, in these places, will go like these franchises will go through a lot to protect you. Yeah. If you're a really, really good player, especially. Mm-hmm. If you're the man, places will go. Like, dude, they'll stand by. Do you know who? Do you know about Ben Roethlisberger? No. He's been accused of raping two two women. Really? Mm-hmm. And his organization was just like, no. I mean, did you hear anything about it? I didn't know it. No. He's got a history of, like, he got bar fights all the time. He used to walk out on tabs. Just kind of generally an asshole. Really? Mm-hmm. For real. Big Ben's a gigantic thunderous dick, but he can throw a football, so it's okay. Is he nice to people ever? I mean, I'm sure he is, but he like, just... Is he nice to fans? Yeah, I'm sure, but I'm, I mean, it just seems like he's kind of an asshole. You know what I mean? The way he conducts himself. Dude, he walked down on tabs ever after he was rich. Yeah, after he was the NFL, uh, the starting quarterback for the Steelers. Really? Yeah, it was in Pittsburgh. He didn't live in Pittsburgh. He went to the Miami of Ohio. He used to live in Ohio when he was a kid. He'd walk out on tabs and bars in Pittsburgh. That's wild. He'd be like, drinks for everybody, and then he'd just leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Classic asshole move. Classic Ben Roethlisberger. Classic, <laughs> classic Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. Big head Ben. Big head Ben. I like how you say classic Ben Roethlisberger. I was trying to figure out what this guy did. Beat the shit out of somebody, apparently. So anyway, what this guy said was... Um, anyway... This is the one of the assistant general managers. He he was fired uh, today uh, for yelling about a pitcher suspended for domestic violence at a group of female reporters during a clubhouse celebration after the team had clinched a berth to the World Series. The team said that after conducting interviews, it had substantiated claims made against Brandon Taubman, the team's assistant general manager, in an article in Sports Illustrated written by Stephanie Apps. Abstain. The Astros had initially believed that the claims were not directed toward any reporter and defended Taubman. That changed on Thursday. We were wrong, Uh-oh. said the organization. And we, we sincerely apologize. Stephanie Abstein, 
Sports Illustrated to all individuals who witnessed this incident and were offended by the inappropriate conduct. The Astros in no way intended to minimize the issues related to domestic violence. Abstain reported that Talman had shouted, Thank God we got Osuna, along with some expletives, after the team clinched the American League Championship Series. He was suspended for 75 games last year for violating the MLB's domestic violence policy before being traded to the Astros. Wow, Criminal so charges against him were dropped when the woman involved declined to press charges. So he's done it before. It was the mother. It was his three-year-old son. Reported that one of the reporters was wearing. It was reported that one of the reporters was wearing a domestic violence awareness bracelet during Talman's outburst. Talman er, introduced an or er, issued an apology hours before the Astros played Game One of the World Series for using inappropriate language in front of reporters. In much respect, I realize my comments were unprofessional and inappropriate. My over-exuberance and support of a player has been mis misrepresented as a demonstration of a regressive attitude about an important social issue. So how can you think that's okay? <laughs> he's not a reporter's there. They have cameras. Yeah. People are going to see that. Dude, he's just... Uh, he probably wasn't thinking that he'd get away with it. In a position of power at an organization where they are winning. They're getting ready to go try to win another World Series. However, they are down two games and nothing. As the Washington Nationals are rolling. Rolling. That's no bueno. What do you think, bro? My big question to you with this is, do you think you can separate, like, athletes and performers who have done terrible things from their art like, will you ever be able to listen to I an mean, R. Kelly song without uh, thinking about how he I potentially manipulated young girls? I'm not going to let that ruin ignition for me. <laughs> 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 my mind's telling me no. Yeah, that's a good one. But too. my body, my, my body's telling me yes. Little we, did we know. He's got some good... Yeah, I mean, dude, that peeing on the little girl came out in like 2000-something. Yeah, bro. And everybody was just like, man. It's okay. It's okay. He just peed on her. He didn't also, her. it's also been alleged that Michael Jackson liked to fuck a little boy's booty holes. Dude, People somebody People just ignore said, that. Dude, somebody said he just liked to look at him. Like one of the people that alleged, like, he touched me. He was like... He didn't really, like, touch us. He slept in the same bed with us and cuddled with us, but he just liked to look at our buttholes. He liked to take a long gander at the anus. Yeah. That's what the report says. A long gander at the anus. That's unpleasant. That's a fucking... That's gross. That's a weird way to word it, That's man. unnecessary. A long That's unnecessarily gander. gross. Hmm. Come on, HBO. You gotta be better. You gotta hey, come on, Michael Jackson. Don't gander at anuses. <laughs> Do you think he did, bro? There's a lot of people he who don't did think something. he did. He did something. You think so? He did something. He did something. He did something. Potentially. I believe that fully. Really? Speaking of, of crimes against women, Harvey Weinstein is apparently out and about in public. Harvey Weinstein's a piece of shit. <laughs> He's a weird man. He's a weird man. 
He is a very, very, very weird man, for real, bro. Yeah. Um, more than weird. He's kind of a monster. Yeah. So Harvey Weinstein, for those who don't know, unless you've been living under a rock for like four years, he's definitely a predator. Yeah, he uh, he's the one that got in all the trouble for Miramax, the company that makes all those fucking movies. He got in trouble with Miramax, and um, apparently, apparently, he is back out and about in, like, public life. Because the reports are that he went to a comedy show, and apparently, he was made fun of. Mm. <laughs> surprise, surprise. What did they say? Uh, I'm going to look it up right now. It was on Twitter. These two young female comedians went up on stage and started roasting him, and they got booed by his friends. Oh, bullshit. Booed. One of them was called a cunt. One of them was told to shut up. Let's find it. Let's find the video. I haven't seen this yet, so I am. Oh, here we go. She said, um, when he said shut up, she said, this kills for, uh, can you add, uh, group therapy for rape survivors? <laughs> mm-hmm. She was like, I slay it. Like, with it. she's just talking shit, bro. Yeah. Dude, so the way this was portrayed, like, by some people was, oh, well, of course he felt safe going into a comedy club because we protect our predators. And I'm like, whatever, bro. First off, this was not a regular comedy event. I looked it up. It was an invite-only actors thing. So these comedians were like specifically supposed to go here, and he was invited. Like He didn't just go to a comedy club during a regular night of like open mics. Because even Harvey Weinstein is not that fucking stupid. He's not going to go somewhere where there will be comedians. Yeah. Like, real, like comics just chilling. Mm. He thought when he got invited to this that he was going to be safe. That's the problem. He thought when he got invited to this little invite-only thing that he was like, okay, no one's going to make fun of me. And you know what? I'll say, if I if 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 Harvey Weinstein showed up at one of my open mics, the first thing I'm going to be open I'm going to open with is be like, "Hey. Hey. What are you uh, doing here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, bro? You can't just be out in public. We can see you. You freak. I would talk shit, bro. I would. Like, did you know I can see you, bro? Like I can see you. We're making eye contact. Yeah, you. What's up, bro? <laughs> hmm. How's it going? Harvey Weinstein. Dude, listen. Mace and rape whistles. Surprisingly, by no one in this room. Mm-hmm. Just a general fuck you to whoever I am. Uh, 
quite a few of his friends there. Yes. He came with a posse of people, and that's who was booing and talking shit. They were like, he's our friend. Yeah, bro. I don't know how you could be friends with him. Yeah, he's a monster. That's what he did, but he's dude. He's a monster, for sure. What do you think? Like, what do you think about them booing? What do you think about them booing? Like, people being able to boo. That's brazen. That's brave. That is very brave. To br- to boo on behalf of Harvey Weinstein. That says something about your character. Dude, just to boo on the behalf of a man who raped somebody. Could you believe? What the fuck, bro? How could you, I can't boo for you? I'm like, no, bro, you earned this criticism. This is on you. Yeah, but <laughs> like if if she gonna make fun of you, she's allowed to make fun of you, bro. Yeah, she's allowed to like fun. I'm allowed to make fun of you. No doubt. Any any woman is allowed to pick on you, bro. Oh shit, there's more. I wonder if there's any more. Oh shit. Salty. She's big salty. Is she leaving? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, she's leaving. She was, like, screaming? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Did everybody boo her off stage? <laughs> I mean, she wasn't... No, that wasn't... Yeah, the one girl that was telling jokes, that was someone else. Oh, what happened there? Someone else confronted him. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, someone confronted him while he was, like, from someone from the crowd... And then, um, um, that comedian came on stage and said something to him. <laughs> mm. And I agree. I think every public outing you have, bro, should be uncomfortable. You raped people. Yeah. That's not cool. He's a producer, bro. He produced movies and he was raping people the whole time. Him and him and Bill Cosby are like the number one ones, like the number one booty holes. I don't know how he's not when it comes in to the bullshit like that. How's he not in prison? I don't know, man. It doesn't make any sense to me. I guess because there's no like concrete proof. I would assume because they did it, they did it. That's the only way I could imagine or that, or he's got a lot of money. Yeah. And he said, "No, I'm not going to prison because fuck you." That happens in our country, bro. That's the way our system is set up. Yeah. Rich people do not go to prison for shit like this. Yeah. <sighs> a lot of people don't go to prison for sexual assault. It's weird. It is a weird thing. It is a touchy tub subject. It is a touchy subject. It's a what do you think, Kyle Flowers? Slippery slope. Slippery slope. What do you think, Kyle Flowers? Go what? About sexual assault. What part? What aspect? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, don't, I don't. I'm not like sexual assault is great. You know? No, I mean like, what do you think we can do to like change to curtail some sexual assaults in the world? I don't know, man. Like, it's messed up that we have to try to. Honestly, isn't it? Yeah, that's the way it is, bro. What do you think? What, what can we do? What can we do? 
I don't know, man. I really don't. Dude, a lot. Honestly, a lot's trying to be done. A lot is trying to be done, but honestly, I think some of the best thing you could do is, if you were a female, I would learn to like an accurate way to defend yourself. Yeah. Like, and that's not even like a victim blaming way. Like, that's just a threat you face. I'm sorry that you have to face it, but you do. So be prepared. And as a male, you have to face it too, but. The, the rape is not around the corner for us, but yeah, it's not around the corner. Though. But like, dude, like we can get fucking mugged. You can get fucking yeah. jumped. There's so much bad, bad shit that happens to people in the world every day. Yeah, that you don't. You should be prepared at all times. At all times, definitely for crazy shit to happen. People are awful. People are awful. People are awful. They assholes. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, people are awful and assholes, man. People are assholes. It happens. It does indeed happen. So, speaking of assholes, our uh, our president said something about building a wall uh, around California, or around not California, Colorado. Really? Yeah. So, what's up with him and building walls? Just listen to bro. He may have misspoke, but this is fucking hilarious. Trump said he was building a wall in Colorado. He then said in a tweet that he was uh, he was kidding. He did. Dude, stop with your fucking oh CNN. What? Stop. Yeah, with your commercials. Leave me alone. He then said in a tweet that he was kidding. He also said that, and then a tweet that he mentioned Colorado and Kansas because there were people from in that audience from those states. And now, for some facts, Colorado is not a border state. With from as Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy reminded Trump with this helpful map. Mm. Oh Lord! With this helpful map. That's rough, bro. He's having a rough. Yeah, he said he was going to build a wall around Colorado. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. First off, you can't build a wall around Colorado. They are the first state to step up and say, enough of this bullshit and yeah. gave us legal, legal weed. So you can't be doing that, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit, I guess. A murder lawyer. Oh, God. Look interesting to you? What's that? The Guardian's book. think he's just retarded? Yeah, I think he just misspoke. He's just retarded. Kai, you can't say retarded anymore. You're going to get in trouble. Oh, uh, by who? By, by people. People don't like when you say that word. Oh. Don't you know there are words you can't say no more? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, we were raised in a different age. Like, we were kind of raised in two different eras. 
Yeah. Like, because in the mid 2000s, it was perfectly fine. Let's talk about that. Yeah. In mid 2000s, it was perfectly fine to say words like retarded, retarded, fag. fag. Like, yeah. it was perfectly fine, perfectly acceptable. And now, it's terrible. Like, I don't want, like, listen, iTunes, we're just using those theoretically. Don't take me off your site, please. Please. I just got on there. I'm just trying to stay alive here, but um, yeah, man, it was it was weird. It was like a couple just a couple years ago, that was fine, and we've gone through this cultural revolution where it is not okay to say that shit anymore, and there's not a lead way for you to be allowed to say it. Yeah. Like here's the thing, the whole with 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 fag, I get it because it, it I could see where it would be offensive. And it could be used offensively. Yeah. But I don't remember. I, I can't remember a time that retarded was used to, like, talk shit to kids with actual mental disabilities. Yeah. Like, to me, it was always used as, like, almost like stupid. Which, by the way, stupid is being called ableist now. Is what? Ableist. Which means, like, oh, you're you're smarter than these people, so you shouldn't make fun of them. I'm like, what? We can't so make fun. Of, we can't make fun of stupid people anymore. What is this? Call, you can't call people stupid. You call them ableists. No, you're ableist if you call people stupid. What's you're ableist? not allowed to call people stupid. What's ableist mean? Not like you, you are of able mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, people are bitching about everything. Everything, bro. People bitch about every single thing there is to bitch about. You are invested in that fucking box. I am, dude. I'm just... <laughs> dude, you're killing... You fucking... You're high as fuck. I am. <laughs> folded, folded. Folded, folded. Yeah, dude, the Colorado wall is an interesting thing. Dude, do you think the wall would work? Would actually work? Like, just taking out the politics and all the bullshit around it. If you built a wall at the border of Mexico, do you think that shit would work? Dude, people are innovative. You know what I mean? If somebody wants something, they're going to achieve it eventually. If they put enough into it, they're going to get it. So you just think no matter what we put down there, people want to get in the country, they will? Yeah. I believe that. I think you could. I think, yeah, you're right, unless, like, you start assassinating people at the border or something like that. Yeah. And I, yeah, obviously, you can't do that. Yeah. Obviously. Don't even suggest it. Can't even. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine Trump, if Trump came out and was like, if Trump, ca- if Trump came out and was like, not only, not only are we going to build these beautiful walls, but we're going to put snipers on the top of them. <laughs> <laughs> The best snipers, the most military trained snipers. And he's like, man, I got it from this guy gave me the idea. I was listening to this podcast. It's great. Oh, shit, bro. Don't say that. And he endorsed you. That would be terrible. I would be like, listen, I did not, I did not endorse this plan. <laughs> I was just kidding. I was a lot. I was, I was fucking around. I didn't know. Dude, that'd be crazy. Like, People would riot cool. in the cool. streets. Would. People would riot in the streets if you put snipers on his wall. You would. Some people would riot in the streets. Some people wouldn't. Yeah, some people would riot in the streets and 
on a different side of it. <laughs> They'd be happy. Yeah. Dude, speaking of Trump, I'm going to show you this. His uh, his Kingsman video. I, I was telling Kyle about, about this. He got in a lot of trouble for this. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. Right on the search bar. I was ready for this shit. Here we go, bro. Eh. I don't know much how much copyright we have here. But surely, surely we're okay. So what this is, is uh, it is a scene. Here we go, a violent video. It's a, it's a, it's a scene from the movie Kingsman. That involves slaughter in a church. And it shows Ch- Trump just slaughtering all of his enemies. <laughs> no, of course not. Trump's stupid, but he's not that stupid. Yeah, dude, for one, for at one point people were like, did Trump make this video? Like himself? Yeah, what like did he thinking? make this video? And I was like, no, first off, do you really think Trump is, is this YouTube, like, video savvy? Where in the fuck is the curse for Jesus Christ? But anyway, first off, he's not the savvy. And second off, why would he put this out in public is my question. Like, what are you doing, bro? Oh, here we go, bro. Here we go. But I wanted to show you my favorite part of this is how... Uh, the media reacts to something like this because they are like this is a threat this is a threat against our lives he is threatening our safety here we go from salon.com so you know it's going to be fucking juicy fun Donald Trump is not a friendly fascist unlike Ronald Reagan the prototype for the concept Trump does not pretend to be harmless. He does not offer up fake smiles and a cheerful name or display empathy or human concern for others, feigned or otherwise. Trump is a direct, obvious, and public in his threats against democracy, the Constitution, and the rule of law. Trump and his movement are working to destroy America's multiracial democracy through appeals to a mythic past that will make America great again. In practice, this means doing a undoing all the social progress and democratic reforms over the last century or more and returning to a society where white people rich white male christians in particular are fully in control over all aspects of american society for all time salons deep they're deep on dude deep deep on trump they're deep in the trump hatred when Trump said famously in the 2016 presidential campaign that he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue without losing voters, it was both a threat and a promise. Mm. He's not going to fucking shoot anybody. Mm. Be I just want to read about the video. Here we go. Trump supporters are bound to him by violence, both real and imagined. That This was shown yet again through the fantasy mur- mass murder video that was shown last weekend at an event hosted by a pro-Trump group, American Priority, at the President's Resort in Miami. In the video, an edited scene from the 2014 movie Kingsman, the Secret Service, an imaginary Trump guns down numerous symbolic figures, Democratic politicians, the news media, Black Lives Matter movement, 
and other perceived Trump enemies. Donald Trump Jr. and former White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders were featured speakers at the American Priority Conference. <laughs> Such fantasies of political violence are a defining feature of, of fascism and a sign of falling, of failing democracy. <sighs> Dude, they are just... They, they are like, this is... This is is a threat on our lives. This is getting ridiculous, dude. It, I don't like Trump. No, but chill the fuck out. It is really not that big a deal. Yeah, it is a video that someone who likes Trump made on the internet. <laughs> That's what this video is. So do they think Donald Trump's gonna go out there and kill his enemies? Yeah, I mean, they act like, no, they act like, oh, well, his supporters will take this message seriously, and they'll start harming his enemies. And I'm like, no, they won't. They never take anything seriously. I don't know. <laughs> supporters are pretty stupid. I mean, I don't know about that, bro. They ain't that, they aren't that stupid. That's a bit aggressive. Oh, what's this? They're the stupid. Is this Joy Reid? Talk some shit, Joy Reid. Whoa. I mean, to be fair, a white supremacist also praised Ilhan Omar, who is a fucking Muslim senator. So, I don't think you can give that guy much fucking credibility. Yeah. <sighs> I want to keep reading, because this is fun. Predictably, Trump and his enablers have officially condemned the most recent Trump mass murder video... The supposed condemnation is a function of the plausible deniability, which is a feature of, of some. Good lord, stochastic terrorism. Sto what is what stochastic terrorism? Salon, salon, you're gonna have to stop making up words if you want me to mm -hmm. read your fucking articles, okay? God damn. All right, mm -hmm. just can we get a little bit better? Yeah, it's probably not a made-up word. We're probably just stupid. But any, but so are you guys for thinking that in any way, shape, or form that this YouTube video from a fucking movie that came out two, that came out four fucking years ago, five, five years ago, before Trump was even the president, being photoshopped with Trump's face and the face. Dude, it's not even that a lot of them are in the faces of other people. Yeah. It's faces of companies and CNN. People are just so stupid. But we're going to keep reading about... Are uh, scocastic terrorism. Trump's defenders, including the host of the American Priority event, claim that the video is a parody and a joke. Because it is, so-called humor has been a has been has a long been a way of encouraging violence against perceived enemies, enemy groups, because it dehumanizes the target individuals and groups. In a supposedly harmless context, lowering these social inhibitions, not committing violence against them. Of course, there is hypocrisy, which is always at the heart of fascism and authoritarianism. Comedian P Kathy Griffin was pillroyed by conservatives in 2017 when she posed with a fake severed head of Donald Trump. Republicans and other gun obsessed constantly claim that video games and other violent forms of media and culture lead to vast shootings, yet somehow a violent showing of the president slaughtering his enemies is harmless fun. If, Bar if Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton as president were featured in such a video in an event hosted by their supporters at a 
property either of them owned, the right-wing news media would create an enormous public panic that might end with their impeachment and removal from office. Mm -hmm. I don't know about all that. But ultimately, Donald Trump's video is another example of how fascism has been normalized in America. (sighs) These, dude... This is exhausting. People overreact. Fascism. No, well, I don't disagree. But this. But the only reason anybody cares about this shit now is because it's Trump. Yeah. Fascism has been getting normalized in America for fucking decades. Yeah. Like, like they were like, oh, Obama did this. I'm like, yeah. But Obama openly was just like, you guys want to go to a war in Syria? And the American people were like, not really, bro. And he was like, well, fuck you guys then. <laughs> We're going to war in Syria. Yeah, like yeah, dude, he deboed the American public. Dude, he did. Yeah, dude, it was because like, the American public was like, no, not not really, and he was like, well, fuck you then, punk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did. We were like, oh, we shit. were like red. We were like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Do what you want. Do what you want to do. Bomb them until you don't got no more bombs. <laughs> it's true that the Democrats and other decent Americans have finally become mobilized to remove Trump, either through impeachment or the ballot box, but we must not overlook the fact that Trump and his movement's rise to power is both a problem in itself and a symptom of a much deeper set of political and social crises. What we are witnessing in the age of Trump is a behemoth of broken democracy and government. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I'm almost almost done with you, Salon. You're bullshit. Crazy You're bull- I, don't, I don't read a lot of articles from Salon anyway on this show. Mostly it's to make fun of them. Yeah. Oh, here we go. What comes next? There will be more blood. The Trump murder video is the script, which, when it is followed, again, will Donald Trump and his movement suffer any consequences? No, instead of Trump and his mouthpieces will issue their obligatory thoughts and prayers and concerns about Right-wing political violence. Trump supporters will... Dude, listen. There's political violence on both sides. Yeah. There really is. And guess what? You're All of you are fucking idiots. Oh. If you, if you at any point are, result, are resorting to violence to get your yeah. political views across... You're stupid. You weren't, yeah, you're an idiot. You're not helping your cause at all. Gotta get out there and make, you know, make fun of people. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get them out and fucking pick on bitches. I'm going to call out everybody. I'm going to call talk sh- talk shit. That's what you have to do. What's up, Donald Trump? Donnie Tiny Hands? Donnie Tiny Hands. Donnie Tiny Hands. Mm-hmm. Come get me, boy. I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of the Presidente. What you going to do? Donnie Tiny Hands. Donnie Tiny Hands. Hell no. <laughs> you don't want to know. We're coming for that ass, boy. Mm-hmm. Coming for that ass. I'm just talking shit. Please don't shoot me. Mm-hmm. Don't have any Clinton. That would be great. I, I don't need that in my life. Don't have any Hillary Clinton up in this bitch. Oh, Lord Jesus, Kyle Flowers. It's getting wild. Speaking of presidential candidates, uh, Judge Judy supported uh, a presidential candidate. Unfortunately, what? the candidate she supported is not fucking running. You ready for this? Judge Judith Scheinlin is speaking out about her political views in a new op-ed. The TV courtroom personality 77 wrote a piece for USA Today in which she endorsed 
former mayor of New York City, Michael Bloomberg, for president, even though he's not currently running for the position. What are you watching? What is that? Stop it! Fox! They're playing crazy shit. Dude, all the news companies are doing this. Back off my ass! Reds! Judge Judy says, I'm taking a personal and career risk. Bitch, you're endorsing a guy who's not even fucking running! Here we go. I want to read that again. She endorsed Michael Bloomberg for president, even though he's not currently running for the position. That's crazy. This op-ed is the first time that Shyland is publicly announcing her political stance. I realize I am taking a personal and career risk, but I have carefully stayed away from politics for 50 years, except to vote. But times have changed in our country, and I believe the moment has come for me to step up from behind the curtain. I want to speak. And from the heart, regardless of the consequences. The Judge Judy Starr believes a billionaire businessman would make a no-nonsense president. Oh, yes, because billionaire businessmen, we don't have any experience with those as president of the United States. Not at all. Our American family has been fractured in recent years, she said. We're hopelessly divided. A bitterly divided family cannot thrive. The only way we can begin to come together, I said, is is if Michael Bloomberg, former mayor of the New York City, becomes our next president. He's not He's not even running. An independent, tough-minded businessman. He represents our best chance to bring America together again and begin the long national process of healing, Shylan continued. Unlike those on the far right and far left who use their bully pulpit to divide us, he's a pragmatist, a man who has shown time and time again he knows how to get things done and cares more about results than ideology. That's a skill and short supply these days on both sides. The star called the 2020 election the most divisive in our country's history and feels Bloomberg is the only person who out there who seems to understand that screaming at one another gets us nowhere. Meanwhile, Bloomberg has previously said he does not intend to run for president. In March 2019, he wrote a column on Bloomberg.com stating that he would not enter the race. It's essential that we nominate a Democrat who will be the strongest position to defeat Donald Trump and bring our country back together. We cannot allow the primary process to drag the party into an extreme that would diminish our chances in the general election and translate into four more years, he wrote. So what he's saying there is, when he says that we cannot allow the primary process to drag our party into an extreme, he's talking about Bernie Sanders and Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang and all them. He's like, they're crazy. We can't. We can't let those people win. We can't yeah. give the people what they actually want. Yeah, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Dude, Judge Judy supports him because she's like, he will bring us together while keeping me rich. That's what I want. <laughs> Dude, that's when they say that. When they say that, they're like, we need to come together and heal. Essentially, that means the rich we need, people. Yeah, we need to come together and heal. And you poor people need to shut the fuck up. Yep. Stop complaining so much. Yep. And allow me, Judge Judy. After nearly 80 years, the Tasmanian tiger has been discovered. Or there has been reported sightings. Really? Yeah, they thought it was extinct. According to a newly released document from Tasmania's Department of Primary Industries. Uh, shut your mouth, Billy Illish. You're crazy. <laughs> Uh, the Department of Primary Industries, Parks, Water, and Environment. Just this year, there have been two sightings of the rare tiger known as thylacine. Hmm. So it's named? Mm-hmm. Wow. Dude, you remember in uh, Far Cry 3? They're in Far Cry 3. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they're they're still alive. Tasmanian tigers. Indeed. 
In July, a man claimed to have seen a Tasmanian tiger footprint in Sleeping Beauty Mountain. One month later, a man reported that he believed he saw a Tassie tiger on his land seven years ago. There are also multiple reports reported sightings in 2018, including one woman who believes she saw a Tasmanian tiger and her two cubs at Hearts Mountain in November. Another couple in Western Australia reported that they had seen one of the tigers after it crossed a road near their car in February 2018. An animal walked out slowly onto the road, was driving, and stopped the vehicle. The terrifying. The an- yeah. The animal walked from the right-hand side of the road. Bunch of redacteds. We're headed south to Zehan and Strahan, three-quarters of the, uh, the way across the gravel road. Turned and looked at the vehicle a couple times and then walked back in the same run it had come out of. The, out of. It was in clear view for 12 to 15 seconds. This is, this is good news. Yeah, this is good news, bro. I like to see that animals are coming, are not actually extinct. Yeah. What do you think? Are Tasmanian tigers dangerous? Can they eat people? I'm sure. Think so? They look badass. They look badass. But there's a lot of things that look badass. I mean, I definitely bet they could fuck somebody up. They're like, Probably. They're called they're like tiger, big coyotes. Tigers in their name. Yeah, that's true. You know. They were annoying in Far Cry 3. Yeah. They're annoying little shitheads. Indeed. Indeed. I bet they could kill like a child to like teenager. Probably. You're probably right. In total, there have been eight reported sightings of the Tasmanian Tigers since 2016. In 2017, a grainy fleeting videotape reportedly showed Tasmanian Tigers in their natural state, one walking at a distance with one its, with, one with its nose to the camera lens and another with a cub. A study published in 2017... Suggested that thanks to the advancements in DNA research, it may be possible to bring thylacine, which appeared 4 million years ago first, back from extinction. Tasmanian tiger, a striped marsupial carnivore, was thought to have gone extinct after Benjamin, believed to be the last member of the species, died in captivity in the Hobart Zoo in, in September 1936. That's a long time, bro. 1936. Dude, there are so many... Uh, extinct animals. There are. In our history. There are a lot of cl- animals that are close to being extinct now. There really are. Like polar bears. They're, that are on the list. Endangered species. Yeah. All kinds. It's sad. Dude. There are a lot of endangered species. It's sad. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think is a... What, if you had to guess, what is the most endangered species? Let's let's find I think, out. I think it's a Bengal tigers, bro. Maybe. Really, the tigers, isn't it? The maybe bang, the Bengal tigers. The Bengal tigers, most endangered species. What is it? I don't know. We're about to find out. Uh, sea turtles, rhinos, tigers, sharks. Sharks. What do you mean? All sharks. No way. Not sharks. Can't sad? be sharks. Are you sad? Lions. Um, let's see tigers. Only an estimated th- 3,800 tigers remain in the world. <sighs> Holy shit. It's not many. 
Up to 33,000 elephants a year have been killed for their tusks. Thousands of live and taxidermed sea turtles have been confiscated from illegal smugglers on the south. For what? what on South China Sea. I don't know. What do they? What do they want them for? For they're like stuffed. For decoration, I would assume. Like as slaves. As slaves? No. Like to decorate their home. Um, let's see. Fins from up to 73 million sharks are used in shark fin soup every year. Oh, they eat them. They eat the sharks. Yes. Um, no. Shark fin soup. I knew about that. It's like Japanese people. Yeah, I think so. African lion populations have plummeted to an estimated 20,000. Holy shit. The African lion. You know, the movie The Lion, the animals The Lion King's about. Yeah. Dude's crazy. That's so sad. <laughs> it is sad. It is very sad, bro. Do you think they'll ever get the shit fixed? Like, they'll ever figure out how to repopulate these animals? I hope so. I think they will. I think they will, too. It's a... It's a... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't get worried. I get worried we're going to fuck up everything. But I don't think we will. Sometimes I do too. I think everybody's worried about that. Um, so, bro. We're talking about moving to California. Indeed. So, they're talking about... You know how blackouts are kind of a way of life for them? Yeah. They do the rolling blackout? Yeah. Apparently, they're going to make that even more of a, like, a regular thing. Hundreds of thousands of residents in Northern California whose power will be shut off for the next two days got an even worse news. Another, even larger blackout is even likely over, is likely over the weekend. The state's at largest utility. Pacific Gas and Electric Corp, or PG&E, began shutting off electricity to nearly half a million people Wednesday afternoon, the second massive blackout in two weeks. It said hot, dry winds and low humidity were creating a high risk of sparks and rapid wildfire spread from its long-neglected power lines. The blackout will eventually spread to the parts of 17 counties, including large communities in Santa Rosa, Sonoma, uh, okay, Napa Valley, and... Not San Francisco but San, or San Jose, at least through Thursday afternoon and through Friday afternoon in other parts of the region. Wow. Right? PG&E so, said. So you're saying that smaller the rolling counties. blackouts are going to be done by other states? No, the rolling blackouts are going to become more like wide and more frequent in California because they're worried about uh, power lines catching... Fire. More wildfires, indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah, for California, massive power blackouts could become a way of life. Mark Quinlan, PEG&E's Director of Environmental Health and Safety, said that when the last of the dangerous conditions are expected to end, and only then can crews go out and expect 8,000 miles of power line damage. A brush fire that broke out Wednesday night in rural Sonoma County had grown up by thousands of acres by early Thursday, leading to an evacuation of about 2,000 people. Wow. Wildfires are quick, bro. They spread quick. Yeah. 
in the southern part of the state, Southern California, Edison begins shutting off power to almost 27,000 customers on Thursday. Wow. <laughs> and said it was considering shutoffs to 400,000 more. Wow, that's a lot. The potential coverage areas include large communities such as San Bernardino, San Bernardino, Malibu, Irvine, Glendale, Palm Springs, but not Los Angeles itself, which is served by a separate power company. Wow. A power customer can be a single resident or a large business, a standard conversion that may many utilities use assesses two and a half people per customer. Meaning that as many as four hundred and fifty thousand people could could have been affected could be affected in Northern California. Southern California is Edison potential blackouts could for, could affect more than one million. That's insane, man. Just to avoid uh Wildfires, bro. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. At the famed Alice's restaurant in Woodside, San Mateo County owner Jim uh, Jamie Kerr bemoaned the major frustration. I think it's the sentiment you're going to get across the board, Kerr said. Lauren Carey of Woodside said he thought PG&E was going too far as he filled gallon cans with gas Wednesday to tide him over. We didn't get much win here before, and I don't think we're going to get much win this time. For a second time this month, there was a run on batteries, flashlights, lanterns, Wednesday. Son of a bitch. I swear. Mm-hmm. It'd be all right. Happens later on in the night. Said Tom Kenny of Placerville Hardware in El Dorado County. A store of a, where a historical marker declares it the oldest continuously operating hardware store in the mis- west of the Mississippi River. Crazy shit. Crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. The size generators we're selling, we might be lucky to sell one or two a year, sometimes three or four, mostly for agricultural purposes. Stocks are likely to be scarce well in the next week. <laughs> Which means they are cutting off power to everybody. Yep. But what do you think? You think they should be able to cut off power to everybody? I mean, what else are they going to do? To avoid wildfires? I agree. I think you're wilding out. You're playing with fire, bro. You really are. When it comes to this shit. Oh, Lord Jesus. Well, cauliflowers? Everybody needs a generator. Yeah, we need a gen- you need a generator? So that's what we got to do. We got to get generators before we move. Yes. Uh, because generators are probably expensive out there. Probably. We could probably get one for a really, really good one for five or six hundred dollars. Oh yeah. They won't be Gucci for the rolling blackouts. Yep. Dude, rolling blackouts are scary. You can get yeah. robbed. They are. Remember that episode of Criminal Minds where that dude I do. Yes, with Tim Curry. That was scary. He uses the rolling blackouts to kill people. It's a yes. great episode. Everyone should go check it out. If you haven't checked it out, Criminal Minds, do yourself a favor. It's great. Check out Criminal Minds. Um, super good. Super good. All right, bro. Are you ready? For first team all dying piece? I'm ready. You're always ready. ready. All right, bro. I am ready. We have to get ready. We have to get properly ready. As you will see. Oh, shit. There are people talking downstairs. I can hear them. Being loud as fuck. The homies being loud as fuck. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, what category would you like to do, sir? Go with. 
I don't know. I haven't haven't done it in a while. There's a lot. Um. There's so many categories to pick from. There are so many categories to pick from. Um. I don't know. Let's go with. Why don't you go with? What have we done before? We've done. Have we done most attractive girls from the nineties? Yeah. Why don't we do something like the eighties or something like that? Get crazy with it. 80s? So, yeah, let's go 80s. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. For first time all dying face, we're going to go most attractive girl from the 80s. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Kyle Flowers? I am. Are you prepared? Are you down to clown? Yes. First time all dying face. Are you ready, Kyle Flowers? Let's do it. Oh, the crackling of the fire. Are y'all ready for this heat? For the heat is the heat is the heat is. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Yeah, we're getting advanced in here. We're starting to add sound effects and shit. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting crazy. I like how you are over there doing research. I am for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go with most attractive female stars. 80s. Yeah, see? Google knows what's up. Damn. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. I was like, ooh, the 80s will work well. Alright. You want to start it or you want me to start it? Uh, You go ahead. Alright, my first pick has definitely got to be LaToya Jackson. Oh, oh, you bastard. LaToya Jackson is fine. She's fine. She's super fine. Uh, LaToya Jackson, as we all know, hold on one second. As you make that first pick, I'll get something going for you. With his first pick, Mr. Kyle Flowers chooses LaToya Jackson. Very well done. Very well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, for my first pick, I believe I'm going to go with... Hmm. You know what? I think I will go with... Miss Olivia Newton-John. From nice. the Grease, the movie Grease. She's super foxy in that movie. Nice. That's one of my one of my more favorite movies. So for me, it's gonna be uh, Olivia Newton-John for my first pick. Definitely a respectable pick. <clears throat> respectable, respectable. He's Dolly Parton. Eighties Dolly Parton. Ooh. She's fine. That body. is a interesting pick, sir. I appreciate your boldness. 80s Dolly Parton is very respectful. She's a very respectable, beautiful young woman. I saw her in Steel Magnolias from the 80s, in the 90s, and she's still foxy in the 90s. Still killing it. Alright. I think for me... Hmm. Hmm. 
don't know. From the 80s, um, I actually think I'm going to go with Farrah Fawcett. Who, if I don't believe she was the she was in Charlie's Angels, one of the original Charlie's Angels, Miss Farrah Fawcett. She is a straight babe, the original Charlie's Angel babe, as always, as always, as always. She had perfect hair. That was what she was most known for. Learned that from uh, that seventy show. Yeah. Because even they talk about. Fair faucet. Cauliflower is picking now. Dude, there's a lot. There's a lot of women to dig through. The 80s are a solid time. A beautiful time. A beautiful time. A beautiful time. That's how it goes. Uh, That's how it goes. It is how it goes. Fire over here. It is fire. Straight fire. Straight fire. There's some good picks. I've, I've yeah. Skimmed, I've skimmed past some good picks. <laughs> we gotta remember, you gotta have a fourth pick and an anchor as well. Indeed. Man. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Ooh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer is fine. From like Scarface. Yeah, bro. From Scarface. Michelle Pfeiffer from Scarface. That is solidly done, bro. Solidly done. As we all know, Michelle Pfeiffer, who also played Catwoman later on in life. Always a solid pick. Always a solid way to go, Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer. Wasn't she in that fucking Shakespeare movie we watched and like yeah. Junior or high school? I think so. Best part of that movie. She's foxy in that movie, bro. Yeah, definitely. She was. She was super foxy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't even know how to handle Michelle Pfeiffer sometimes. We have a good list. We have good lists going on here, bro. We do. There's a lot going on. So, uh... I think I'm going to go with... <coughs> I believe this is her. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Leah Thompson. Who, for those who know who she is, she is the girl from uh, Back to the Future. Oh, okay. The female girl, yes. I like that. Leah Thompson is super duper foxy. Nice. Um, honestly, one of the first girls I had like a real sexual attraction to as a child. I always thought she was so gorgeous. Such a beautiful, lovely creature is Miss Leah Thompson. Nice. <clears throat> so what am I on? I'm on fourth. my fourth. Yeah, your fourth pick. Fourth pick. Your fourth pick. This game goes by so fast. So, so fast, many beautiful dude. Women to pick. Dude, there's just so many beautiful women so little time. I am going to have to go with... Kimberly Conrad mm. and if you don't know who that is that is one of the first like playboy playmates that was big in the, the playboy mansion like moving in and actually like making that a big thing 
Really? She was in like the OG movement of that. Influenced by an earlier conversation that me and you had. I see, I see. Indeed. Hmm. Good choice. This is a good choice. Indeed. Um, I'm actually going to go with someone that doesn't get as much recognition for being hot as I think she deserves. And that is Jennifer Conley. Okay. Uh, the, she has been in a lot of films. She's, the one I think I remember the most from, just because for some reason I'm a fucking idiot, is the Hulk movie. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, the original one. I'm always I always remember her from that movie. Cause I'm all, my first thought is I'm like she's way too hot for Bruce Banner. If he wasn't she the Hulk, is. she wouldn't even be about that shit, bro. She's trying to get that massive green dick. Is what she's trying to get. That's what she's trying to get. Trying to get that massive green ball sack in her face. That's all she wanted. <laughs> I can't remember what her name was in that movie. I just remember her from that movie. I I don't remember her name, but I definitely remember that movie. I also remember that movie. It was an interesting movie. It was a weird Hulk movie. It really was. Where he fought, like, his dad, who turned into fucking, like, the dude that could morph into anything. That was yeah. fucking weird. It really was. Ah! What happened? Almost fucking knocked some shit over. <clears throat> yeah, bro, that was a weird movie. What a strange film. We had a strange childhood. Right. We did. Are you ready? I am ready. For pick five. The anchor. My anchor is going to have to be the one and only, the beautiful Vanna White. Who is this? Vanna White. Explain. She's a model, bro. Oh. She's super fun. Oh. Dude, look her up real quick. V-A-N-N-A. Oh, here we go. All right. Oh, Lord. Yeah, she's fine. Lord have mercy. She's a solid anchor. She's still fine. Dude, she's uh she's the Wheel of Fortune girl. Is she? Yes. He's picked the Wheel of Fortune girl without even knowing it. Yeah, she's fine. That's awesome. She's fine. Dope. Good for you, Kyle. That's solid. She's I'm gonna go fine. under the radar. I'm gonna go with Winona Ryder as my uh as my anchor. Nice. I think dude, I think she's underrated sexy. Yeah. Like, people don't really look at her that way because in a lot of the roles she's not. But she was fine in the 80s. She was fine. That's it, bro. We got the teams. Ready for them? We for you, it's LaToya Jackson, Dolly Part, Michelle Pfeiffer, Kimberly Conrad, and Vanna White. For me, it is Olivia Newton-John, Farrah Fawcett, Leah Thompson, Jennifer Conley, and Winona Ryder. Mm. Solid teams all around. Solid all around. podcast. My friend Kyle Flowers. K Flow, the man. Follow him on Twitter. Give out your Twitter. Twitter is uh shit. You put me on the spot here, bro. <clears throat> it's uh what uh it's Ky- at Kyle Flowers forty two. There's mm-hmm. an underscore between Kyle and Flowers. And then on Instagram, you are the same, same thing. Same thing. And then for me on face or on Twitter, uh, my personal Twitter is Kyle Richie fifty six. Uh, it's the same thing on Instagram, but uh, on Twitter, the show is at the PC Gang. And then uh, the show on Instagram, where we post a lot of exclusive clips and pictures from recording and shit like that, um, that is uh, at Planet Comedy 1 on Instagram. 
So thank you all very much for listening. Uh, and I have a quick question or correction. Oh shit! And that is my uh, Twitter is actually just at KyleFlowers42. There's no space or oh, asterisk, anything like that. But that'll do it for the show. Thank you all for listening, all right. and uh, please enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll see you all next Monday. Thanks for having me. Enjoy man. yourself, scoundrels.